This is the 10 Biggest Wedding Day Wastes of Money, written and narrated by me, Christina Fenner. It's no secret that the price tag for a wedding can skyrocket out of control rather quickly. I see it time and time again. Brides seemingly throw money down the drain on things that don't really make much of an impact on their wedding day and are, quite frankly, a waste of time, money, and effort. Now that I'm planning my own wedding, I have repeatedly had to pull in the reins and ask myself, is this really worth the money? Do I really need this? I totally get it now how brides fall into this trap. They see beautiful things on Pinterest that look phenomenal, and before they know it, they have an online cart chuck full of things and they're entering their card info as quickly as possible before their brain can catch up to talk them out of spending 400 bucks on woven plate chargers. Trust me, I get it. As a wedding day veteran and a bride-to-be myself, here are the 10 biggest wedding day unnecessary money grabs. Number one, ceremony programs. Guys, I hate to break it to you, but your wedding is not the first wedding that your guests have attended. They know what happens. They get the gist. What often ends up happening, the guests sit down, glance through the program, but as soon as you're walking down the aisle, that program is then shoved into a purse, or worse, left on the ground, never to be thought of again. Now, you may be thinking, well, the program is used to also tell the guests who the members of the wedding party are. This is true, but there's definitely a better and cheaper way to do this. On your card table, make a collage or some type of big decor item with pictures and names of your wedding party. This is much more likely to be seen and noticed as guests are walking in. It eliminates paper waste and will definitely save you some cash. Number two, guest favors. This probably should have been number one on the list because it's literally the biggest waste that I see at weddings. Time and time again, the thought is always there but it's depressing to see how many favors are left shambled around the tables at the end of the night. If your guest favor isn't something that they can eat or use right away, like a piece of chocolate or a koozie, it will likely be left behind. I hate this because I know that brides are spending so much money on these, but I'm here to tell you, this is a huge area that you can save some major bucks. If it makes you feel any better, I don't plan on having guest favors at my wedding. I would suggest instead, if you have guest favors allotted within your budget, to instead spend a little more on your wedding party or parent gifts. This is something that I totally think is necessary and it's appreciated because, let's be honest, they're the ones that have endured the wedding planning process with you in the first place. Number three, wedding shoes. I know some girls are going to come after me for this one, but hear me out. I was just talking to Dustin the other night about wedding shoes. God bless him. And he said, why do people even care so much about shoes? You can't even see them. And let me tell you, that boy is right. I'll be honest. The only time that the shoes are ever even a slight focal point is when I'm photographing them for your detail shots. After that, they are often kicked to the side because who wants to be dancing around in heels all night anyway? Nobody sees your shoes, period. Now, I'm not saying that you should be running around in your dingy, worn-out Old Navy flip-flops, but you can definitely get beautiful, wedding-worthy shoes for cheap. My wedding shoes were 20 bucks off Amazon, and I am obsessed with them. Number four, menu cards. Okay, again, huge paper waste. If you're having a buffet, guests will be able to see what's on the menu when they get up there. 
If you're having a plated meal, the guest already chose the meal that they want on your RSVP card. And if they can't remember what they chose, the waitstaff is always more than happy to fill them in. Now, I get it. I was totally tempted to order menu cards because they look so chic for the place setting and table decor. Don't do it. It's not worth it. And it's one more thing that your guests will have to shove somewhere so they have room to actually eat. This is one thing that I often see brides forget. Yes, it's nice to have a beautiful tablescape, but if you cram way too much on the guest table, it's annoying because then the guests are super crammed and they're not sure where to put everything when it's actually time to eat. Keep it simple and sleek, and instead, draw focus to the centerpiece or the center of the table where everything is out of the way but still beautiful. Number five, wedding veils. Guys, stop paying 200 bucks for your wedding veil at David's Bridal. They are not worth it and completely indistinguishable from a $30 Amazon veil. I'm serious. Huge money-saving tip here. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a good wedding veil. But at the end of the day, it's a piece of tool with a comb attached. It's all made out of the same fabric, and you can absolutely find a beautiful embroidered or beaded veil that will complement your dress for cheap. When you buy them from David's Bridal, you are paying for the name, and that's it. Number six, huge dessert bars. Okay, trust me here. I have never been to a wedding where there wasn't an obnoxious amount of leftover sweets at the end of the night. Sure, we all love a good cupcake after dinner, but let's remember that guests will hardly ever go up for a second dessert at a wedding. I don't know why, but it happens time and time again. I'm not saying don't have a cake or dessert, but I want to remind you that you don't need to feel like you need to have plenty of extra or leftover when you're sitting down with your cake lady. I think the drinking and the dancing probably have a lot to do with this, So instead, I would actually spend that money on having some extra food or appetizers that your remaining guests and wedding party can dig into at the end of the night. Number seven, buying a tux or a suit. I don't see this one as often, but when I do, it's a waste of money. There's absolutely no need to buy a tux for your wedding. Unless this is like the one thing that your guy requests, skip it and just rent. There's often not any sentimental value to the tux like there is the wedding dress, so save yourself a few bucks here and just rent them for your guy and his groomsmen. Number eight, lots of random decor and signage. Pinterest is totally the culprit here. I get it. Decor sets the vibe and the feel for your wedding. Now, of course, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have any decor at your wedding, but I suggest instead of having a bunch of random things floating around, Pick one to two areas that you're going to create as showpieces. For example, at my wedding, the archway and the ceremony setup will be the main showpiece, where I'll spend a good chunk of change, time, and effort into making it look absolutely stunning. I'm putting the extra attention to detail here because it's going to serve as a dual purpose. Obviously, the ceremony itself, but afterwards, the archway will then become the backdrop for family group photos and guest photos. Since this is an area that will be highly photographed and showcased most, both in my album and on Instagram, I'm good with doing it up big and not focusing so much on other areas. Number nine, jewelry. Again, don't come for me on this one, but it's true. I'm not saying that you need to run down to Claire's for your wedding jewelry, but you also don't need to run down to Kay's either. 
I definitely think it's nice to do it up big when it comes to jewelry on the wedding day because, in my opinion, it just ties everything together and it's actually seen and noticed. However, just because you're doing it up big doesn't mean that that price tag needs to be big either. Amazon and Etsy have beautiful fake jewelry that honestly looks just as good as a real thing. The only real piece of jewelry that I'll be wearing are my rings. And other than that, it's cubic zirconia all the way. No shame. I'd rather have the look of real bling without the real price tag. And like I said, it will still look just as nice. After all, wedding jewelry is not something that you'll likely be wearing all too often, if at all, after your big day. Number 10, wedding invitations. This one hurts my soul and is the biggest one that I have personally struggled with. It's probably the mounting student debt from my bachelor's in graphic design that makes me cringe when I say this, but beautifully curated wedding invitations are not necessary. I know, I know, wedding invitation suites make me so happy, but the price tag makes me die a little inside. Here's how to compromise. Create a free wedding website with all of the guest accommodations, RSVP, and info that they'll need that you usually put on a few cards within your wedding suite. I used Zola for mine, but I do still plan on sending out a physical invitation, just not a whole suite. This saves major bucks. My single invitation will have a QR code that I generated on the back, so people can scan it with their phone and it will automatically pull up our wedding website where they can RSVP and get all of the hotel accommodation info that I know that they're looking for. This eliminates the need for two stamps per envelope, one to actually put on the envelope and one to put on the RSVP card in the envelope inside, and it significantly cuts down on the amount of cash I'm shelling out to something that will inevitably find its way to the garbage. Full transparency, I do, however, still plan on ordering one full invitation suite for my detail photos. And no, I can't help myself. Okay, there you have it, the 10 biggest wastes of money that I see at a wedding. Remember, everyone has a different opinion, and if you feel strongly about wearing red-bottom heels on your wedding day, then totally do so. Trust me, there are things that are important to me that I'm investing money into that other people probably don't think is necessary. It's your day, but I do encourage you to think about what factors are most important to you. Write them down and have a plan so you don't totally blow your budget right out of the water. Let me know if you want to hear about the things that I do think are splurge-worthy when it comes to your wedding. Until then, cheering you on from my Amazon cart, Christina.